hello, 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 and welcome to episode eight of Story Shared. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, this is the storytelling podcast for children of all ages, adults too, uh, goats, gophers, grandmas, anybody out there who wants to listen, everybody's welcome. So thank you for joining us. Um, just a reminder, really, that we've had lots of reports from teachers who use this as a, as a good tool in the classroom, and there's teachers in my own school who use this. So a reminder to teachers out there that uh, this is a great way um, to engage the children. Uh, if you've got 15 minutes in an assembly at the end of a class, uh, whenever you want. Um, so if you are a teacher, if you know any teachers, please recommend us, because we know it works in the classroom, um, and it's a, a really useful resource to get children talking about some of the issues and things that come up uh, in the stories. Um, please continue to get in touch. We are at StoryshedPod on Twitter and StoryshedPodcast at gmail.com. Um, but without further ado, we will crack on with today's story. And today's story is called Where's Your Punctuation, Pamela? So let's open the door. Story Shed, Episode 8. Where's Your Punctuation, Pamela? A blank page can be a very scary thing for a young child. Like an unexplored jungle or the unending vastness of the African wild. You see, some children see a blank page and have no idea where to begin. Their first thought is to screw it up tight and hurl it into the nearest bin. Thankfully, Pamela Pickles was not like this. She was a very different type of girl. When she was faced with a fresh page in a book, her mind began to whirl. She loved to draw and doodle and scribble and paint with colours so bright. But most of all, the thing she loved to do most of all, was to write. With her words, she could go wherever she wanted to go, the only limit her incredible imagination. A country ruled by cats, a school with no sats, or the world's first underwater train station. She wrote letters and poems, adverts and biographies. But more than anything, she wrote wonderful, descriptive stories. The Girl Who Grew Wings, Peter's Purple Pants, The Day the Moon Disappeared. Her tales were fantastical, adventurous, thrilling, sometimes sad and sometimes weird. Pamela wrote without blinking. The words flowed easily from her head to her hand to her pen. Writing came so naturally to her that she would finish a story and then want to start it all over again. At nine years old, Pamela moved into a new class with Colin Colon, her new teacher. And for him, when it came to writing, punctuation was the most important feature. His world revolved around capital letters, commas, hyphens and full stops. He didn't seem to see the words on the page, just the lines, dashes, curves and dots. When he read a story, the words didn't paint a thousand pictures in his head. He would simply scan the page to check the punctuation instead. Good job, Danny. All your capital letters are in the right place. 
Excellent use of commas, Emily, he would cry, a huge smile across his face. Now, Pamela Pickles was as enthusiastic and passionate as could be about writing. But punctuation was something she found rather less exciting. Her ideas came from somewhere deep within and ended up just spilling out of her pen. They weren't always perfect or fully formed and she would often choose to start again, but they were full of colour and life and laughter and mystery and twisting plots. All Colin Colon cared about was the fact that she forgot to use full stops. A missing apostrophe meant catastrophe. Pamela Pickles, I'm not reading this drivel. There's not a comma or capital letter in sight. It's just scribbled. But, sir, it's about a bear who can ski and, and a monkey who can ice skate. Take it back to your desk, young lady, and punctuate. One autumn morning... Colin Colon announced a writing competition open to all the school children in the land. The winners would have their stories published in a book to be sold in every bookshop and displayed on every bookstand. I will choose the entry from our class, he stated, and immediately Pamela's hopes were deflated. She knew Mr Colon had his favourite writers and it definitely wasn't her. Nevertheless, ideas for stories began stirring inside and her mind began to whir. Invisible castles, long-forgotten kingdoms, blind wizards, evil princes, Pamela's mind began weaving. And by the following week, her new notebook was heaving. She submitted her story on time with the rest of the class, the best thing she'd ever written, she was sure Tomorrow, Mr Colon announced, I will inform you of the winner and give your story a score. Pamela's hopes were high. She couldn't help herself. The competition was too exciting. And she knew in her heart that she had tried her very, very hardest with this piece of writing. Which made it all the more heartbreaking for our Pam. When Mr Colon said the story he had chosen was from a boy in her class called Sam. And said, Pamela, I refuse to mark what you have submitted. Your lack of punctuation makes it impossible for me to read it. Pamela Pickles stormed from the room and threw her story in a bin in the corridor. At the same moment, another teacher, Miss Skye, opened her door and saw the girl so distraught and running away and her story sticking out of the bin, which she picked up and started to read. As her eyes grew wide and she started to grin, she was transported to a world of dueling wizards, multicoloured dragons and ancient spells. Miss Skye's mind raced, her hands shook, her face lit up and her heart swelled. Then later that day, she submitted Pamela's story to the National Writing Competition, trusting her own reaction to the tale and relying on her intuition. Weeks passed and Pamela forgot about her disappointment and the writing prize. Until one day, Miss Skye came into Mr Colon's class, holding an envelope, a sparkle in her eyes. I, I have an announcement to make, she declared. The children looked up. Mr Colon stood at the back and glared. The winner of the writing competition is a child from our school, and all eyes turned to Sam. And I'm delighted to report that the story chosen was the one written by Pam. A gasp spread across the room like a wave, and Pamela's mouth fell to the floor. 
But that's impossible, Mr. Colon began. I didn't even give her a score. I'm sorry, Colin, Miss Skye replied. I entered her work. It was too good not to. And she won, and now her story will be published. And Pamela's smile grew. Mr. Colon looked peeved and quietly seethed, while Sam stood up and shook Pamela's hand, pleased for his classmate, who is a fabulous writer, full of stories, even if she hasn't yet learnt how to punctuate. There we go. That was Where's Your Punctuation, Pamela? Um, I hope you enjoyed it. As always, we are joined by our little helpers, Leo and Belle, although Leo has complained he he doesn't like being called a little helper. So our not-so-little helpers, Leo and Belle. Is that better? Yeah. Say hello, then. Hi. Hello. Okay, good. And our first question for Where's Your Punctuation, Pamela, is... What does Pamela like to do? She likes to doodle, she likes to write, she likes to just go go inside her imagination and do what it tells her. Brilliant. So most of all, she likes to... Write. Excellent. Can you give me the title of some of her stories? I think there were three of her stories mentioned. Can you remember the titles of any of those? The Day the Moon Went... Good. Um, the girl who grew wings. Super. And there was one more. And Peter's purple pants. Okay, good. We'd like to read. Which one would you like to read the most out of them? Peter's purple pants. <laughs> okay. The day the moon disappeared. Okay. Can you give me three words to describe Pamela? Um, she's creative, imaginative, inquisitive. Good. Creative, imaginative, inquisitive. I like it. Um, Okay, and then she changes class and she has a new teacher. Uh, What's that new teacher called and why is he called that? Colin Colon, and he's called Colin Colon because, if you don't know, colon is a type of punctuation and he loves punctuation. Um, he, He doesn't really care what the story's about, he just cares about the punctuation, so he'll scan a whole page for punctuation and congratulate them if they have no punctuation or... If they have no punctuation. If they have punctuation, okay. sorry. And uh, tell them off if they don't have punctuation. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> Lots of punctuation there. Um, punctuation. Okay. <laughs> um, so then there's a competition for the school and uh, Mr Colon says he's going to enter a child from their class into the national writing competition um but what happens when he hands back their stories so um he said to pamela that he refused to read hers because um she had no punctuation and he thought it was tricky to read okay brilliant and how do you think pamela felt when mr colon didn't mark her story didn't read her story um, she felt disappointed, depressed, very frustrated with Mr. Colon. Super. Um, but then what happens after that? 
Um, so she storms out the classroom and throws her um, story in the bin. And um, here comes along Miss Sky. She picks her story out of the bin because she can, she can see that she's very upset. And um, she reads the story and she is very excited about it. So what does she do? What does Miss Sky do? Um, so she... So her hands shake and her, her heart beats. So, so that okay, good. I'm glad you've picked up on that. So if her hands are shaking and her heart is swelling and her face is lighting up when she's reading the story, what does that mean she's feeling? Very, very um, like excited and scared and nervous, and that's how you should feel when you're reading a good book. Excellent. So then what does she do? What does Miss Sky do? So she enters Pamela into the competition without Pamela knowing, and she, um, Pamela wins the competition. And she wins. Excellent. Um, super. And how does how do you think Pamela feels at the end of our story? She feels over the moon, filled with joy, joyful, because she didn't even know she was in the competition. Never mind winning it. Brilliant. Super. So if there is an overall message for this story, um, what do you think that might be, OK? Um, that nothing has to be perfect. Say, like, you're painting a picture of someone and their face is, face is a bit wonky and... Um, sorry. Um, and it... Or her eyes aren't the right colour because it's mixed in um, your colours might be beautiful or just the things on other bits that are bigger yeah. could be nicer Brilliant, so nothing has to be perfect, I like that Leo? If somebody's bringing you down, don't let them stop you keep on doing what you love Excellent Fantastic as always, our not so little helpers, thank you very much and say bye 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 See ya. There we go. Thanks again to Leo and Belle. Superb as always. And thank you for listening to episode eight. Um, episode nine should be along very shortly. Continue to get in touch. Uh, the social media details were at the beginning of the podcast. Um, also, I don't normally do this and I haven't done this yet, but... Uh, if you do listen to the podcast, if you do like the podcast and you've got a moment, it would be really, really helpful for us if you were to rate us on iTunes, and maybe even write a little review on there. Just one or two lines would be really, really appreciated. Um, so anyone out there who's got a couple of minutes, that would be great. Thank you very much. Um, and in the meantime, we'll see you uh, for episode nine. Bye bye.